Today, I'm sharing with you my best five tips that you need to hear if you're expecting a baby or you're thinking about having a baby or you have a friend that is. Send this episode to your friend because everyone that is expecting a baby needs to hear these five important tips. And this is coming from not just having birthed four of my own children, but having taught hundreds of people in childbirth education and cared for mothers in postpartum. Five tips for everyone to hear. You are listening to Giselle Bome here at the Parenting Alchemy podcast. And at The Parenting Alchemy, I help parents to raise good human beings using connection-based parenting solutions and healing their inner child through self-healing techniques. And we're focusing today on pregnancy. So again, whether it is for you or a friend, you'll want these five tips. Now, I'm going to jump right in. Number one, focus on how you want to feel. I will repeat it again. Focus on how you want to feel. How do you want to feel? How do you want to feel after you give birth to your baby? How do you want to feel in postpartum? That's your foundation. That's where all your decisions are made from. How do you want to feel? If you're a lot like the parents that I have taught in pregnancy through my childbirth education course, which is called Mindful Childbirth and Postpartum Education, if you're a lot like the people I teach, you want to feel good once your baby's born. You want to feel that every decision, you were a part of it. You want to feel involved. But overall, really, it comes down to you want to feel good. Now, that's really different than focus on the outcome. That's so different than focus on how your baby is born. Because one thing that you can control is how you feel. You have some autonomy on how you feel. You cannot control the outcome. You can take all the steps to have an outcome that you desire, but it does not guarantee you that outcome. So if you didn't focus on how you truly want to feel and you only focused on the outcome, what happens if it doesn't happen the way you anticipated it to? You never focused on how you wanted to feel. Whereas if you own that and you say, I want this feeling once my baby's born, then your baby could be born by a cesarean birth and you still feel good. Your baby could be born at home with a non-medicated birth and you feel good because you focused on how you wanted to feel. 
So that's my number one tip. Number two, prepare. You'll hear this from others. You're going to hear it from me. You need to prepare. You need to prepare. You need to prepare. Whether this is, again, your first baby or your seventh baby, you need to prepare. There's a form of preparation for such a huge transition in your life. Every new baby is a new transition in your life. So what does preparation look like? Take the classes. I highly recommend that you take the class outside of the hospital. Take a class that aligns with how you want to feel. Take a class that aligns with who you are. Talk to the instructor. Make sure that you guys are aligned. Look at various courses. Find the one that feels really good to you. That also means getting your team together, your people who are going to support you through this process. Of course, your partner involved, if whether you're going to have a doula, which I highly recommend. A doula is there to support you emotionally and physically during labor. I highly recommend you look into a doula, who your care provider is. You When you are pregnant, preparing for labor, part of that preparation is who are you choosing? It, who, who's the OBGYN? Or who's the midwife? It might be the OBGYN you've had your whole entire life. It might be someone else. But you have to put a lot of intention and mindfulness into who this person is because they're part of the people who are going to help you in achieving that feeling that you want during your labor and your birth. Also prepare for postpartum. I tell so many of my students, I'm so glad you're preparing for it. Birth is a day. Postpartum, you're technically in postpartum for the first two years. You should just as strongly prepare for postpartum as you are your birth. Tip number three, buy less, just buy less. (laughs) This is for all the people who have this massive baby registry and are also in addition to that buying a whole bunch of gear and products for their babies. You know what your baby needs? I'll tell you what your baby needs, okay? Because this is a a biological concept of babies. They need touch, primarily, okay? Primarily, they need touch. Number two, they need to be fed. So whether that's breastfeeding or your bottle nursing, but they need to be fed. And then they need their emotional and psychological needs met, None of that involves 100 items in your baby registry or the latest and greatest baby gear galore. Buy less. In fact, what I often recommend is, sure, set up your nursery if you'd like, but you definitely need somewhere where the baby's going to sleep. So whether you are bed sharing or you're co-sleeping and you have a small co-sleeper for your baby, and then wait. You can determine what your baby needs after your baby is born. In fact, I would put in my 
baby gift registry, I would put a bunch of gift cards. <laughs> I would be like, give me money, give me gift cards. I will select what I need after my baby's born. Everything nowadays is so easily available to you when it comes to getting to your house in a few days. So avoid the temptation of consumerism and just know your baby needs none of that. (laughs) Your baby is a happy, happy human being with your touch and your love. Um, So I encourage you to consider that. You can use the money instead. You can use the money for other experiences for you, your partner, your baby, and just get in a case-by-case process what your baby needs when your baby needs it. Number four, be open, vulnerable with your partner and with those who are you are intimately connected to. This is the time to speak your feelings. This is the time to talk about your fears. This is the time to get closer connection through your relationship with your partner. It's a time for the both of you to provide to each other a non-judgmental space for each of you to step into, to continuously check in with each other. You want your relationship to be strong and solid through this process. And in pregnancy, oftentimes, even then, it becomes about the baby and the birth, you know, the labor day. After the baby is born, it becomes about the baby and the baby's needs. And in there, there's all your vulnerability and all of your feelings and your relationship and your partner's feelings and their vulnerabilities. So if needed, hire a coach or hire a therapist, but work with somebody or work within yourselves to keep that relationship strong throughout the process. My final tip and a super important one, clear those fears. Please do not diminish or question your own fears. Meaning when something comes up for you, instead of, oh gosh, I'm just not going to worry about that. Or that's just me being emotional. That's just me being a hormonal. Um, No, those are things that are valid and real to you. So what, what can we do about them? How can we present them, show them, and then clear them? And clearing is not, oh gosh, I just won't worry about it. All right, gone. No, of course not. And your moment of vulnerability, which will be in your labor process, those fears can come up again. So don't tuck them under your bed. Don't just put them in your back pocket. Discuss them with your partner, discuss them with close friends and get the support that you need to help you clear those fears. That might be breath work, that might be meditation, journaling, hypnotherapy, um, which are all things that I use when I work with, um, with couples and with pregnant people in clearing fears. There's no need to hide them away. They're there for a reason. We present them. We talk about them and then we clear them out. 
so that you can walk into your labor day without those fears present. And even if one of them was to pop up, you know what to do. So for example, if you work with someone like me, I teach you what to do should it pop up again. So those are my five tips. I will recap them for you. Number one, focus on how you want to feel. Number two, prepare, prepare, prepare. Number three, buy less. Number four, be open and vulnerable with your partner, with those that you are intimately connected to. And number five, clear the fears. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions at all, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm the Parenting Alchemy on Instagram. Or send me an email. You can find my email and contact at theparentingalchemy.com. Thank you for listening. Be well.